Welcome to the Classroom Brew Podcast. The teacher podcast is a little bit like drunk history. But wait, do you guys actually drink while you record episodes? Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Podcast. Uh, this is episode what seventy two now, something like that. Uh, if you haven't already, rate and review whatever app you're listening to. Uh, subscribe. Tell your friends about the podcast. All the good stuff that you hear me say every single week. Um, we're putting videos out on YouTube as well as uh, the audio. So if you're listening to the audio right now, be sure to check out the YouTube channel where you can see this uh, live uh, and with video. I think it makes it a little bit more of an uh, interesting experience. The other thing, too, uh, my buddy Brian uh, from The Lazy Teacher, he's actually, well, by the time this comes out, it will have been a week since he started building it, but he's been building uh, his own studio in his garage. So he went on Instagram Live. He was pointing out where everything was going on uh, on his video, and it's pretty cool. So my studio is really just in a living room, but uh, he's moving from his walk-in closet to a room that he's building from scratch in his garage. So that's that's pretty cool. Oh. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yep. That's great. Starting out good. So, uh, right before this episode, uh, I actually came from uh, my gym and I was doing legs, uh, not just a pure leg workout because it didn't feel like dying on a Saturday. Um, but it was weird because I was going through the workout and I was like, man, I feel old. Not because like my legs are like super out of shape. They're not as strong as they were like a year ago. But I was thinking, man, I just feel like an old person. Like it almost became my motivation for for wanting to lift more and lift uh, a little bit harder. So I was thinking this is this must be what it feels like to be old. Like I simply can't stand up. Uh, it was frustrating. I thought like midway through the workout, I was going to yell at people. I'm like, hey, get off my fucking, uh, just angry at everything because I couldn't stand up. I felt super old. It was the weirdest thing ever. Like, you damn kids. Uh, Weird thing. Which also reminds me too, not to go opposite of leg day. You ever fall asleep on your arm? I've been having like almost every single night uh, this past week. I've like fallen on or fallen asleep on my arm. And when I woke up, it's like, like usually like, you know, you kind of fall asleep. It's a little tingly. This is like, it doesn't even feel like my limb and just like it's dead. Like, I'm nervous. Like, I Google, like, how long can you go without circulation to your arm, proper circulation, before you lose the limb? Uh, I think I'm fine. It's going to be good. They're all good to go. Uh, But it was the scariest moment. That's some scary shit. Uh, Really want to keep all my dexterity, both hands. Um, So I'm not sure. I got to, like, find a solution with, like, my pillows or something because it's literally two or three nights in a row where it's just, like, my arm's dead. It's it's not coming back. Part of that is probably 
just my thinking. Uh, it's a little par or not paradoxical, um, cataclysmic, whatever the phrase is, uh, over my arm. Um, so that was scary. But uh, this past week, we had a day that a lot of students didn't show up. This was on a Friday, and the weather was like negative four or five degrees, which is, yes, really bad. But to be honest, uh, I was kind of banking on a snow day. Uh, it didn't wind up happening. Keep that computer alive. Uh, but I was kind of surprised at just how few students really showed up for school. Now, granted, they were using it as an excuse, but like, I'm not kidding, where normally I have 25 to 30 kids in every class, and on this day where it was oh, too cold to go to school, maybe five or six, something like that, uh, which is disconcerting because the semester, by the time this episode comes out, the semester will be over um, on Thursday. But Friday was the second to last day of like actual schoolwork. And then uh, Monday was the last day. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday was like finals and finals makeups. So it's kind of scary that most of the kids didn't come. It's also kind of disconcerting that like we didn't have a snow day at all because it's going to hurt our attendance. And like I drove to work. And most of the traffic lights just weren't working. So if the traffic lights don't work, that's probably a good sign that we shouldn't be going to work. But even still, we were there. Especially with, sometimes I get um, the railroad things that go up and down. Those things don't work all the fucking time. Uh, which is scary because there's been a number of them where they don't go down and a train goes through. This was an issue with Metro trains and it was all over the news. Uh, where there were like four or five near misses in like a one day span. Like cars were nearly getting hit including a squad car, they had to like swerve out of the way or just like gun it to really go for it to avoid being hit by this train, which is crazy to think about. So I was, I, I cross over about three train tracks on my way to work and I was like, oh God, what's going to happen? Am I going to die right now? So that was, that was kind of scary. Um, but yeah, it, it truly, it wasn't that bad. Uh, if you're curious, by the way, this is a, uh, you might've seen me open it while the video was uh, rolling up with the intro music, but um, this is a Corona, extra not light, it's not that bad. Uh, no lime this time, so it is what it is. Uh, quick note, if you haven't checked out Podchaser, uh, there is a page where it shows my appearances, not just on Classroom Brew, but also on other podcasts that I've been on, which is only like four or five, I can't remember. Um, but my producer, Brian, he set that up, uh, so if you want to check that out, uh, it's podchaser.com. Just search Ryan F. or Ryan Michael. You'll be able to see the page right there. Uh, I can always put a link. I think I think the descriptions have been in, yeah, they've been in the uh, the podcast uh, show notes. So if you want to check those out, uh, Podchaser, or my Podchaser, you can see other shows that I've actually been on. So the, the big thought for this week, um, last week was obviously an episode that didn't have video. So sorry if I let you down there. Um, but we are back to video this week. Um, just couldn't have Adam's face on here. That's what it was, really. Uh, but I've been thinking about it's second semester as of now. And there's still a lot of kids that don't really know how to do school. And it's beyond frustrating, no matter like what you set up with. So let's bring the robot teacher voice back into it. Because I feel like we have to have, you know, some like simple things like, students, when is a good time to yell in a classroom setting? Uh, when is it a good time to ask a question or wait? Interrupting. If you see me working with this, like, I just want to, like, here we go. 
Do not try to contact me while I am speaking with another student. Stuff like that. Uh, beyond frustrating. So things that you would expect at the high school level to be fixed. Not a miracle worker, but it's insane that these are skills that they're not really familiar with. They don't really know how to do school. Um, and it's not necessarily in every class. Like I get a lot of students that are really well behaved in my class, always do their work. And then I find out that that's not the case in their other classes, which is, I guess, a good thing for me, but also disconcerting that there's that much of a disparity between one classroom and the next. So I guess the good thing is, even though I'm in my second year, this is an exciting part in terms of my career. My principal asked um, myself and one other teacher to become a multi-classroom leader. So uh, basically, we're going to be going into other classrooms. This will start next year. We're doing all the training for it right now. Uh, but we're going into other classrooms, probably two to four um, each. And we are becoming like a, what's the word? Like a collaborative uh, leader, which is a great career move, I guess. But it's going to be interesting for me to like go into someone that's been teaching longer than me, to go into their classroom, uh, basically observe them, and then meet with them to talk about what was good, what was not good. So my, my goal is to not just become that, that ass, that second-year teacher that you know um, thinks they know it all, uh, and more so phrase it in the way that, and this is true, I'm not just saying this, I like what you're doing in here. I want to take what you're using and learn from it for my classroom and take it to other teachers' classrooms. I think the good thing is that, you know, me being asked, it must be a testament to what my principal, uh, or how my principal feels about my teaching. So that was a positive. Um, and hopefully, the idea is to expand my reach of what my instruction can do uh, to other classrooms, even if I can't be in four or five places at once. Um, so that's, that's pretty exciting. Now, there are obviously some issues with that. I contacted um, a former mentor teacher named Joe, uh, as well as Chris. Chris has been on the podcast as well. That was early in the podcast's history, uh, just to kind of get their, their thinking on it. So they, they kind of had similar thoughts um, that I had, uh, which is a good sign. So uh, very excited about that, but a little bit nervous. I'm really hoping I don't encounter too many teachers that are still just lecturing, because Really, you want to go into more student-centered activities, like you model what they're supposed to be doing and then shift into that, but we'll see how that goes. It'll, it'll, it might wind up like, you're not doing your job as a teacher. You need to adjust your instruction to better fit the students. That'd be awful. Oh, Jesus. Um, but yeah, so we'll work on that. I think more so, I, I heard Brian talk about this as well. He was saying that, he might not be the most gifted, um, what's the word he used, curriculum um, person, so like content, but he knows that he's really good at building student relationships. Uh, and I thought about that. I know that I'm pretty good with the, the curriculum and content that I'm doing. Um, I'm building, I built it all last year. Uh, but I feel like the, the biggest difference between my teaching and someone else's in my building, at least, has been uh, the way that I set things up uh, with the culture and climate. So I guarantee you I'm not the biggest expert on the subjects that I teach. Um, I know above average, sure, but I think really it's just the way that I uh, structure things, the way I expect things to be done by students, and the way that I address behavior issues. Part of that might be because I've dealt with um, working in a psychiatric facility. Do not throw that chair at me. 
It, it is not socially acceptable to throw a chair at a person. Do not do that. Wow. Stuff like that. So uh, I think that really has helped. Um, it's probably one of the reasons why I got hired, because we have a school with a lot of diverse uh, needs for students. Um, which reminds me, by the way, I'm my co-teacher, Bob. Um, we, we like to joke all the time, so it's been fun. But he's actually moving on uh, starting as soon as the semester's over. He's going to another school. So uh, it's good for him. He's moving on to something that he wants to do, something closer to where he lives. Uh, but that'll be very interesting to see if they hire someone uh, to replace everything that he does. Because he, he has like 18 different roles in the school. Uh, he was at the school I was at. He left for a little bit, was an assistant principal elsewhere. He worked for uh, the Board of Education in the state. Uh, and then he came back to my school the same year that I was also hired. Um, so he's he's moving on. So hopefully it's not just me in the room. Um, so that's been kind of a, a tongue-in-cheek thing. Like, obviously, I'm not going to address it because how does that work? Like, if you if you mention it to the students, like, yes, I'm leaving, does all credibility just, you know, go out the window? Like, does it become like the Titanic? Like, we got kids that are, they're building, you know, little boats out of chairs and uh, students that aren't listening. They're like, the ship's going down. It doesn't matter. Is, is that what's going to happen? Uh, so we haven't really uh, mentioned it. I was surprised when some staff members heard about it. Um, it's not the first time it's happened so far this year. There's like a window uh, where a lot of teachers are able to do that. But we will see. Oh, that reminds me too. I got an email the other day. This is before any of the really harsh weather came in, but I get a student, like, I don't remember what day of the week it was. Let's just say it was a Tuesday or Wednesday night. So middle of the week. And I get an email at like nine o'clock at night and it's, Hey, Mr. F, do we have school tomorrow? Like, why is, why is that? Why do you have to, of course, why would we will, mm, I don't understand. Like rain, sleet, shine whatever storm thunderstorm freezing out i i pretty much didn't go to school or i pretty much went to school unless i was like sick or dying and like sick had to be like contagious like i was pretty much there i would suffer through it i would wear like a hoodie and shove like kleenex and stuff in there uh to use that in case i needed it throughout the day and that's just not the case nowadays which is insane to me uh, i get it different you know upbringing i came from a suburban school uh, I work in an urban setting, but it's just, it blows my mind, the difference between, you know, the assumption for me was we have school. Nowadays, it's like, oh, I didn't know we had school. Like like the kids I mentioned on the last video podcast, like they didn't show up, or maybe it was a few, I don't remember what episode, they didn't show up like the week before winter break, and they're complaining like, man, winter break was short. I was like, what, what are you talking about? You haven't been here for like a month, dude. You can't complain about break if you took another week unexcused. Like, come on, dude. Ah, the other thing, um, it might be a segment that I put in here um, after the fact once I'm done with this this little sit-down recording, but uh, if you'd like to be on the show to promote your Instagram, I've been doing a Teachers of Instagram segment maybe twice now, uh, maybe three times actually, I lied. Uh, so if you want to come on, we can do a ro- remote, I almost said robot, robot recording. Uh, we can do a remote recording so you can remote your Instagram without being in the studio. Uh, that probably just came out as monotone. If you would like to be on the show, you can come to the studio. <laughs> Sorry, that robot voice is... Maybe that should just be a, a trope of the show. It just comes back every so often. Um, uh, yeah. 
the other thing too, uh, with finals coming up this weekend, I got to finish up writing some of my finals and I was thinking, I don't think I'm going to do a bit on this. We'll see. Maybe, maybe we will. And it'll go in at some point. Uh, but I was thinking of like when I write the tests, um, the ways that like, remember when you were a kid and you were thinking like, when you don't know the answer, it's always B. I was thinking like, it'd be interesting to like look inside the mind of someone. So maybe I should do that next time I write a test, um, release it after the test has been taken uh, for like gotcha moments. Like, ha, betcha these kids aren't going to guess the answer because they didn't realize that it had a not in it, a negative question. Like which of these is not whatever it might be or like, Ooh, I'm going to put the answer on a multiple choice exam as A four times in a row. They'll never see it coming. Stuff like that uh, to see how they do with it. But we will see. Um, so, yeah, snow day. It's really not that bad right now. Uh, it's supposed to be worse, uh, actually, uh, the day of finals. Uh, we have two days of finals and then a makeup day. That's when the weather is really going to be bad. So I don't know how that's going to work because it's like we got a deadline here with the district. Um we got kids that probably aren't going to show up. I still have kids that haven't made up the first final or the first uh, unit exam, which was literally like six months ago or whatever it is. So that's kind of, that's kind of concerning. Oh yeah. Where are we at right now? Okay. Not bad. About 20 minutes. So my producer was also, um, he runs a Reddit page for uh, a classroom brew promoting the show I think he's part of some communities which are called subreddits. Don't ask me. I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. <coughs> yeah, good, good. Glad that was safe for when I was, you know, recording and on a video. Um, can't get that. Uh, cut that out in post. Uh, but he sent me a bunch of uh, screenshots of some Reddit posts. And I did this with Lauda um, a few weeks ago when we recorded that episode. And... Um, we were just kind of going through and giving advice. So he sent me like four or five scenarios. I'm going to give him a quick read. Um, hopefully the font isn't too small on my phone as I look at this. So thanks, Brian. Thanks for not blowing it up or uh, sending me a file. <clears throat> Fire that producer. <clears throat> so this is from um, a Reddit or a, a subreddit. Sorry. Uh, I definitely know what I'm talking about there. Uh, what does your classroom look slash sound like during lecture slash notes. So it says, I teach a science class to sophomores and juniors. Hey, same. And a few older, same, super senior. That requires delivering large amounts of information. I usually lecture for 15 to 30 minutes. It's pretty long. Oh, out of a 90-minute period. Okay, so block scheduling. That's a little bit different. So that's, that's justified. During that time, I require complete silence. All right. The problem is I often say everything I have to say about a slide and then just stand there while my students endlessly write. Is this typical for lecturing? I never enjoy these gaps, and I tell my students, I can tell my students dislike uh, just sitting in silence after they're done, waiting for their peers to finish. I'm working on trying to either have more to say or less they have to write. What is your opinion on skeletonized notes? Got it. Uh, are they as good for learning? I prefer the idea of having them practice note-taking since they'll need it in college, but I could see lectures running much more smoothly when kids finish writing and they aren't really learning that much from copying slides down anyway. Yes, I run into this all the time with my AP kids because that's a class that has to be uh, lecture-based, unfortunately. Um, we do experiments and stuff, sure, but at the end of the day, we got an AP test to 
you know, prepare for in May. And we've got about a month and a half less than um, other districts because we start so late uh, for the school year. Uh, I always run into that problem. My big thing is minimizing uh, what the slide says because it gets so frustrated when they do write um, like every single thing down. Um, but really, I have a hard time with guided notes. I've done it a few times in my U.S. Uh, and what I've really noticed is that um, with note taking, yes, it's a skill they have to practice. But with U.S., I've just kind of found that it's it's best to keep the main idea to three or four things that they have to learn. Uh, or no, to be able to do the, the learning segment. Um, because typically in U.S., I'm not lecturing that much. It's like there's an opening. We go over the objective for the day, the schedule. I start out with you know the background information for historical context. Um, I show them a document. Maybe they do something you know with a partner or individually. Uh, maybe there's a do now or a bell ringer. Uh, but typically the background information, it's like three or four main ideas that you need to know to be able to understand the documents for the day. Uh, with AP, uh, really, I try to, I hate when there's PowerPoints. Um, well, one, I hate when people just read off the PowerPoint. Really, I just use it as like something to spark my memory um, for what I want to say. So that kind of helps because then I'm telling students in my AP class, hey, don't write everything down. Listen to what the information is. And then hopefully one or two keywords will help you understand what it is. Like we were doing factor analysis for um, psychology and personality traits. Sure, you can write the exact definition from the book, which I don't know what it is, or I can show you what it is, how it's talking about introverts and extroverts and being stable and not stable. Maybe you can show that little X and Y chart and then just explain in your own words, oh, it's a way of gauging different personality traits. And then you have some specifics in that little definition. But that makes it more useful versus if I just had keyword definition like it becomes really really shitty so that's i hope that helped um i don't know if i should uh i hope that helped random teacher that was on reddit uh i'm assuming that this is their their username on here moving on next one uh observed at my old high school and had a visceral reaction so this person's in some sort of program to become a middle school teacher slash tutor Found out they don't want to teach in high school. Looks like they were observing, oh, at the high school they went to as a student. That would be terrible. I would never want to work at my old high school visit anymore. Um, that would be such a weird experience for me. Plus, I feel like I would still feel like a student in some ways. Like, oh, my my former teacher is now my coworker. Bye. Not doing that. I had one of my former teachers for uh, calculus when I was student teaching. And granted, different department, I'm not math, but it was, it was kind of a weird, um, what's the word, not day-to-day -day interaction. I would see her like maybe four or five times the entire time I was at my student teaching school. But it just has like a an odd vibe to it. So that I could see. Hopefully this person isn't like fully turned off from, from teaching, but I, I, I'm not trying to discredit anyone that teaches at their school, by the way. I'm just saying that, that would be so weird for me. Like, like, can you give me homework too on top of it, Mr.? X, Y, or Z, like, wouldn't want to do that. So this one, this is the one that my buddy, uh, this is the first one that he sent me when he sent me all these reddits, because he was like, I know you don't yell at students, which, yeah. Uh, but I'm just going to, I'm not going to read the whole thing, because this is like an entire page. Uh, basically, this person, <clears throat> it says, I am a yeller. It pains me in every way possible, and I hate it. I'm a first-year teacher. I have struggles every day getting attention to my students. Uh, I teach... 
uh, okay, this is third grade. On top of it, I have to yell to be able to get their attention, to keep their attention, to correct behavior, blah, 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 blah. Um, I, I have consequences, like spending time after school. That must be nice that they show up to detentions and stuff after school. Can't relate. Uh, issues with respect. That, that's, that's crazy. Uh, so any constructive criticism will be appreciated. My big thing is I never yell. Um, I literally will say I'm not going to compete with you. I'm like, all right. Uh, and sometimes I'm standing there for a few minutes. Now I, I might hold them after for that time. That's that's such an old one that I got from my former teachers. Just, oh, you wasted 30 seconds in the start of class? I'm going to waste 30 seconds at the end of class, and I'm not going to write you a pass. Um, that kind of a thing. But yeah, I never really yell. Um, it just loses its effect. I used to teach... Um, last year there was another teacher that I would constantly, at the end of the hall, I would hear them in my room... Um, and, uh, she has since moved on, but it's just like, I don't understand. Like if you're constantly yelling, if you need to make a point, like it loses its effect really. Like I think the one time I raised my voice last year, uh, it really got their attention because they're not used to that from me. Um, now granted, maybe it's cause I'm, although some students thought I was extroverted, but maybe it's cause I'm a little bit more introverted. Um, but if you yell all the time, it's, it's not going to stand out. Now, if you are quiet all the time and then you yell like once and it's something that really like mm, you got to make a point here that's going to be pretty effective but really just it's tricky because this person is clearly this is an older post on reddit it looks like um but really if that's the status quo that you've set i don't know that's it, that's just partly my thing um i feel like a lot of inexperienced teachers are uh, maybe a little quick to yell um i just don't see that as a a useful tool um, but again back to what Brian was saying you got to build that relationship so that they want to learn from you they want to listen to you uh, I'm not saying that's easy but I also don't think you should yell at students really um, I think I think that's good this one is asking about uh, being in over their head it's a first-year teacher I'm only a second-year teacher I'm not an expert but um, thank you to Brian for uh, collecting these, um, it's a good producer doing his job. Um, so that was worthwhile. Um, if you want to, if you have a specific question, you can always reach me, um, at classroom brew on Instagram or Twitter. Twitter is probably not, I'm not going to check that one very often. I kind of leave the social media to my producer. Um, and he just kind of fills me in, but I do still have access to it on my phone. Uh, so you can always check out the show there. Reach us, uh, classroombrew at gmail.com. That also works. Email is not very popular. It's usually direct message down to the DMs. Uh, that's where it's... If you'd like to reach us, you can reach us on Instagram. That's the more... <laughs> sorry. That's the more um, popular way. Maybe it's because we're moving away from email, unless it's a professional setting, uh, into more um, social media type stuff which always blows me away because I think most um, teachers of Instagram, they use it for their class, which just, I, it's a great idea. Like if you're going to be sick that day uh, to let them know like, Hey, here's what the expe expectations are because they're just scrolling through their phone anyway. Uh, so that's, it's a pretty good idea. Pretty good idea. But yeah, um, I think we're good. That's good for the week, right? Probably. Uh, so if you haven't already, rate and review whatever app you're listening to. We're featured anywhere you get your favorite podcasts. Uh, the big ones being Stitcher and iTunes and iHeartRadio. 
uh, Spotify. That's a big one too. Um, reach us on social media at Classroom Brew. Uh, there's also a Facebook page. Just give us a Google search. That'll make it easier. Um, video clips, uh, those go up on social media and YouTube, as well as the full-length video podcasts. If you would like more of that featured content, or if you want it every single week, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash classroombrew uh, and become a patron. You will get exclusive content only available to Patreon. Uh, so again, patreon.com slash classroombrew. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash classroombrew. Be sure to check out other teacher podcasts like the Lazy Teacher Podcast, Mouse and Weens. That's a fun one. Uh, I can't remember, actually. I don't think one of them might be, but they're, they're a good time. Uh, they're a lot of fun. They've also got social media. You can check them out. Uh, I might link that. We'll link that in the... Cool. Uh, and then we've also got uh, Too Much Scrolling, Steve's podcast, uh, The Podfather. Uh, he's been doing it for a, way longer than I have, uh, so he's kind of the expert. Helped get this show uh, off the ground. So... Uh, that was all I had. This was episode 72, maybe. I hope that was the number. Uh, thank you so much for listening or watching. Uh, and until next week, class dismissed. <laughs>